I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello, you lovely people. Welcome to the podcast, the podcast that you're listening to right now. This podcast, uh, another happy pod, the show where we try to keep things a little bit more positive as we discuss everything and everything in the realm of pop culture. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Beth Taylor. Woohoo! Here I am. Hello, everybody. Welcome doing, to the multiverse. I'm I'm okay. I'm how are you, Beth? Yes, I love being in the multiverse. I can't yes. lie. I like to think in uh, another universe this is another happy pod. Is it was me and you who set it up instead of me and Lawrence. And um, Oh yeah, yeah. And this is the 100%. better universe as well. This is the one where like everything's like really futuristic and you know. Yeah, like, this about... this is the eight three eight universe. Exactly. You know that meme like society if and then it's just like a Yeah, yeah Society yeah. if Beth was the host of another happy pod and And, and it's just are. like pure blissful, like serenity. Exactly. Peace. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I feel that, I feel that. Anyway, what we're trying to say is, fuck you, Lawrence. Um, <laughs> you're yeah, dead suck your to mom. both of us. Suck your mum. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been said. <laughs> no, sorry. Mary hasn't done anything to me. <laughs> no, yeah. Mary, leave Mary alone. We like Mary. Yeah. Um, but fuck but, Lawrence. But fuck Lawrence. He's dead to us. Um, no, he was supposed to be here, even though he hasn't seen what we're talking about. Um, but he texted me like about two hours before the show, give or take, and said, oh, I'm doing something else I forgot. So You know right. Lawrence, he's very professional. He's a fucking moron. Um, but yes, That's why I'm here, because I'm professional. You are professional, Beth, and you are here, um, and it's the week after Thor Ragnarok, and you, not Ragnarok, uh, Love and Thunder, 
and you yeah. always join us for a Marvel yes. movie. So I assume that's what we're talking about today. Well, Nathan, as we like to say, this is the multiverse. Ooh. And different things happen in the multiverse. Ooh. And we are talking about different verses, I guess you would say. How very and strange. Very strange indeed. You know, these things yes. tend to happen. Yes, these things are very strange. You know, the world tends to be different sometimes. What it, it tends to be upside down. It it does, it does. And I, I feel like I've, I've flipped upside down a little bit because, you know, I'm not used to being the secondary host. You know, I'm used to being a guest. But I, this feels natural. This feels like the correct multiverse to be in. So what you're saying is you're running up that hill whilst a stranger thing is going on and everything's a little bit upside down. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing Stranger Things. Yes, yes we are. And I have something for you, Nathan, before we dive right <laughs> oh. into it. Okay. Um, I was a little bit reluctant, but I thought, you know, we, we've got we've got to have a little bit of a Lawrence flair. Oh, you know. fu- no, is this is quite- no, 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 no. So I've got a question for oh, you, for Nathan. Fuck's sake, he snuck it in. I've got a question for you. He did say that I could jazz it up and do whatever I want, but I'm not that creative, you know. I'm trying, but right. before you do that, I just need to say hello. Welcome to another happy question. Another happy question. Great, well done, Lawrence. You got it in, you dickhead. Right. right. So your my question to you. Uh, Nathan, which is kind of basically just what Lawrence said, I'm taking it, but how long would you choose to live in the Upside Down if it meant that you could have five years of work? Ooh, okay. All right, I'll, I'll, get, I'll give him that. That's quite a good question. I, um, I thought it was as well. I was like, I don't, I don't think I could think of anything more interesting than that i'll give him his juice so what we what we usually do and, and we started this last week so i say usually but what we did <laughs> is we lawrence asks the question then we crack on with the show we just do the pod and then it gives me some time to think about it you too in this case if you also want to answer it yeah and then yeah. at the end at the end we'll come back we'll revisit and we'll give our answers all right ah, i'm cool i'm down with that all right so what a stranger thing indeed uh Beth, Stranger Things, what are your thoughts? Yes, um, I loved it. Um, I think with Stranger Things, um, I don't know if you, this is obviously kind of a question as well as a statement, but um, I've recently watched season one to three as well. Um, just before, in between volume one and volume two of number four, I revisited the old series because um, obviously I heard that the Duffer brothers had pretty much planned this from the beginning and I thought that was quite interesting. It'd be nice to see, you know, it as a full piece knowing that they've kind of had the beginning and the end laid out. Obviously things change in between, um, but I think every season has just gotten better and better, personally. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So you think season... Two is better than season one, and season three is better than season two, and season four better than all of them? Yeah, personally, I, I just think they, they go, like, individually, they're really well. You could enjoy the seasons individually. Like, I really, you know, I know some people will probably put season two below all of them, but I really liked it, like, from Will's performance, that side, like, that aspect that side is, of things. I will give you that. No, Noah Schnapp, I think that's his name. He oh, is he, fucking he is incredible fantastic. in season two. Yeah. Rewatching and seeing them was like these 
they're children you they're, they're children and they're they are phenomenal and i just think like i was always a fan of stranger things one to three like i yeah. didn't have a bad thing to say about it i wasn't but i wasn't one of those people you know i didn't get the the blanket with the lights on it you know from season one with the alphabet um but i'd say like now i'm like I actually get pretty gassed now with Strange Things when I see something like I like sharing the memes. Like I'm a little bit more involved in it um, than I was before. Um, just because, like, I think revisiting it all, I don't know if you have yet, but revisiting it all as well made me appreciate it a lot more and the storytelling. I don't, since Game of Thrones, ignoring season eight, um, I don't think we've had a really good storytelling series not seasons series if that makes sense i i would agree to be honest um i haven't rewatched it as of yet and i really fucking should i really oh, do want to go back it. yeah i really do want to go back i think the trouble with stranger things and maybe this is not necessarily the trouble with stranger things but the trouble with netflix is that it all fucking drops at once apart from like this last season um, yeah. It usually all drops at once and then you rush out you go to watch it as quick as possible so you don't get spoiled and then you spend like a day, two days whatever, quickly watching it and then that's it. And then like three years later the next season comes out and then you have yeah. to think, who the fuck is that guy? Who? What's that, going on? And That was one of the things that I felt and that's why I kind of wanted to revisit it between yeah. volume one and two because obviously at first I kind of like I think what is it episode one it opens with dr brenner for a minute then i was like who the fuck is this guy (laughs) (laughs) he's so important you know what i mean like so i i completely agree with you there i think it was nice when i did rewatch it all because i got to do it at my own pace obviously now with no spoilers i guess you could say um like i was doing it you know i was watching it whilst i was cooking eating sometimes i'd put it on in the morning whilst i'm getting ready for work so it's just nice to have it in my own pace but i agree that i think like i didn't watch volume two on the friday when it dropped even though i could have i had the day off work i was waiting to watch it with chelsea um and basically it was we didn't get to watch it till saturday night and i had to avoid twitter both of those days and and that does kind of suck a little bit of like it kind of annoys me a little bit because i'm like i don't want to have to you know go through and mute every single word and that sort of thing but you know it's got its pros and cons the binging format i think i like what they did with season four splitting it in the two volumes that was quite nice um like the pros are obviously you get to see it all at once you know something you know sometimes like you know the cliffhangers you're like oh i want to see the next episode so i get that but then at the same time the cons are you know it doesn't get prolonged it you know the the feeling since the marvel stuff has come out on disney plus i forgot that what the feeling was like to have the excitement every week and thinking exactly you know, the theories and what's going to happen next so like it's you know it's got its pros and cons like i said I think I think Netflix does kind of need to change their release model because it is it seems weird to say it, but it is a little bit outdated now. It like is. the the binge model, it it doesn't really work in a, a world where we're always online and always talking about things because the conversation just ends so quickly. It gives you something to look forward to and something yeah. to carry on talking about. Whereas like Stranger Things, like. 
Personally, I think this was the best season of Stranger Things they've ever had. Season four yeah. was the best one so far. And it only ended like a little over a week ago. And already the conversation's starting to die down. Like yeah. it's it's still not as prevalent. Whereas if it was a week to week thing, I think that'd still be but ongoing. You know what? I would agree with you as well, because if you look at um is it was it yesterday or the day before? I think they just released the Emmy nominations. I had a bit of a nose because I want, you know, I wanted to see if anything for like um any of the Marvel stuff or whatever came up. And I was also intrigued about Stranger Things because I think volume two might have been released a bit too late for the submission. So if we're just going off volume one, I still think there were some phenomenal performances, you know, especially you'll agree with me, we'll touch on it more, but episode four with Sadie yeah, Sink. Absolutely. And um, she hasn't been nominated for her she performance. she not? Oh, no, she's been nominated for something else, but I was just a bit like, not even Millie Bobby Brown. Has anyone been nominated from no. Stranger Things? No, okay. Nope. Well. No, not even not even Winona Ryder, um, David, uh, Har- whatever his name is, David Harbour. Harbour. Yeah, yeah, no one. That's a shame because there are yeah. some amazing performances in this season. Like you say, Sadie Sink um, has some really fucking amazing scenes. Do you know, I think Lucas as well. I can't remember the guy's name, but even him. Like, I, I just think all of the kids have grown and yeah. have become like. None of them are bad actors. I don't think anyone, I can't fault anyone's performance on the show, even the smaller no. characters, you know, the, yeah. the mums, the dads. I can't fault anyone, but I just think they've grown in a really good environment. You know, they've got people like Winona Ryder, who's been doing it for years and, you know, kind of guiding them. And I feel like they've got a good support system and you can actually see that reflected because of, you can just see their relationship with each other. Yeah, yeah, I am excited to see like the the progression in like a much quicker quicker time frame, I guess. Um yeah. of the kids. But yeah, the some phenomenal actors, even um like act actors in the show that you may not like. Like I think pretty much everyone fucking hated uh Jason, was it? The the guy yeah. in this series, but it, he's, but he's that, a great that was actor. good though. He's yeah, but that's what I mean. He's one of those characters that you love to hate. Like he's he's an absolute prick, but that's because the actor makes you like he's obviously doing such a good performance to he's make selling you it, feel yeah. the yeah, he's doing you a good feel job. these things exactly. And that's a good that's a good character and a good character. Yeah, well, a terrible character, but a good, you know what? good um, character. Yeah. yeah, but then of course there's fucking Jamie Campbell Bower as well as possibly uh, the best villain the show has ever had. He's he is phenomenal. His face, like, you can just see the change. Like, yeah. how he was when you first see him, where he was like, hello, sleepyhead. Like, you can see the softness in yeah. the face towards the end, where it just feels so much sharper, if that makes sense. No, it does. It does, yeah. he's He's got a very... I know, he's got a very unique face, does Jamie yeah. Campbell Bow. You recognise him as soon as you see him, but the thing was, you don't recognise him. He was in Twilight! Him. He, he is in Twilight, yeah. He was in Harry <laughs> Potter as well. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Only like in a flashback sequence or some shit. Oh, um, okay. And he was also in Sweeney Todd as well. Oh, okay. Um, so he's been about... Um, but but yeah, he that Vecna makeup, though, it's fucking incredible. Like, oh, have looks... you seen that um, video of him where he's obviously getting done up? Like, I think that in itself... Um, actors need to get more props for sitting in those chairs for hours. He was they... in it for like seven hours or something, yeah. which and is I love just it. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because I, I, one thing I think, the reason why 
certain films like Lord of the Rings, for example, even now you can watch it and it's not as cringe because obviously they try and use as much practical effects rather than all CGI, do you know what I mean? It's able to age well because they they use the two to complement each other. And I think that I think it's really nice when I see a show that has like a character like Vecner and they actually and, and the actor is happy to also sit down for that period of time and make it actually come to life because it feels more realistic and and you know yeah I do like good. I do like the pictures you see of just like Vecner with an iced coffee <laughs> <laughs> like whilst yeah, he's on his phone getting... <laughs> or something yeah, those are very fun <laughs> I do like that but um no yeah like I say Vecner I do think he's is the best villain and I think there's a, a reason for that though like the demogorgons the demogorgons demodogs whatever the fuck we've had before yeah they're demo all bats. good demo bats yeah they're <laughs> all good but they're also just kind of like mindless monsters they're just this, monsters yeah exactly this is like this is a, a person villain. this is yeah, like this is someone with motivations and thoughts and feelings and all this stuff yeah, this, this is someone this who is, can really this is the thanos of stranger things you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um so yeah he it really is probably the best well no i would say the best film we've had and he, he and... said to the demo dogs and the demo gorgons fine i'll do it myself <laughs> <laughs> he did but <laughs> i i feel like he's not the main villain though like didn't they say like he's like the general or something like the? See, I don't know that. That I'm glad you brought that up actually, because that's just reminded me. Because that that confused me a little bit. Because obviously, I knew in volume one you pro- probably weren't going to get as many answers about the upside down. Obviously, because yeah. we learned that Eleven had just sent him there. I knew we would probably get more answers in volume two. Yeah. And it was quite nice. I liked that scene where you see him just like walking around. Like you see, it's, it's like a barren wasteland in a sense yeah. with demogorgons wandering around. And one, I w- the question, I, I asked myself a couple of questions in my head. One of them was, well, this doesn't look like Hawkins, so how did that happen? Yep. Um, two, I was like, why isn't he beat? Like, what's with the de- are they are the demogorgons kind of like the dinosaurs of this world? Were they always just kind of like were they just living? Like, I'd like to learn more about like where they came from. Like, how did they were they always there? That sort of thing. Yeah. And then the other question that I asked myself was obviously that end bit where you see like the floating soil I guess you could call it um obviously it's indicated that he obviously controls it with his powers and you know he shaped the mind flayer but is that is that sand or soil a sentient being it has that got control over Henry or has Henry taken over this world? That's what I don't know. I, d- I don't know. I've, there's still a lot of questions up in the air. It's still kind of unclear as to whether Eleven created this world or not. Like I don't think she did. I, neither I'm going do I. with Dustin's theory um, where it's kind of always been there. Like, yeah. it's the dinosaurs, but we've just... Ne- like, like the astral plane. It's always there, but you just don't know it yeah no? yeah no one has ever been able to tap into it before yeah. until until uh, 11 came along so we still don't know we uh, if I, correct me if i'm wrong but there's also it doesn't really say where henry got his powers from like he just had them as a kid didn't he yeah it was like it's kind of like he's um 
patient zero in a sense in terms yeah. of mutants, I guess you could say. Um, and I think may, maybe, I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't think we will learn about others. Maybe he was the first, genuinely, he was number one. And because of that, because obviously Dr. Brenner's a scientist and you know what some scientists can be like, obviously blood samples, whatever, um, genetic mutation, I don't know. They would have figured that out. That's that's kind of, that's a simple answer that, you know, that's a simple question that could be answered in terms of science. But I I think that he was the first and it's kind of just gotten a bit out of hand. Oh, massively gone out of hand, really, <laughs> yeah. considering where we, where we uh, end up at the end of this. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, there's there's still things unanswered, and I think they said there's going to be one more season. Of, yes, uh, of season Things, five is five. the last one. Um, with rumor to be a bit of a, a time jump as well. So, well, I've I've watched and I don't know if you've watched any interviews, but I, I watched a fairly long one. I can't remember who it was with, but it was like with some of the cast. It was like a fifty minute interview, but it was broken up like different people, different different questions, and obviously they had the Duffer brothers on. Yeah, obviously they were talking about the show, the characters, the writing, and then they were talking about season five. Obviously, it's gonna have a bit of a time jump because obviously they kind of have to because the children are growing, yeah. but not, but they're not gonna push it. Like they they kind of gonna go as far as they can, but still, because there's not gonna be that much time in between. Because obviously, the way season four was left, spoiler, is with a giant gaping hole in the middle of Hawkins. Yeah. So you know it can't be too far in the future because obviously shit's gonna happen. But it's basically the way that they've said it is each season, which I thought was quite interesting and you might be quite excited about this as well because it is the last season. We know it is the last season. Yeah. Um, is they've said every season one to four so far has kind of started where, you know, things start happening, then they get together, they defeat the, the, defeat the, the evil and then move on. And then the next season, they then have to kind of come back together you know, defeat the evil and then move on sort of thing. Whereas season five is just like everyone's together. There's going to be no, there's, there's not going to, there's no need for any build up. Basically, it's going to go straight into getting shit sorted, which I think is going to be quite fun, actually, just getting straight down, having a whole season of just nitty gritty. I, I kind of have an idea of how season five is not necessarily going to play out, but how it's going to like, what a general sort of premise of it is going to be. Um, given, like, the way things ended off with... We're massively jumping ahead here. We've still got a lot to discuss. But I know, fuck it. I know. <laughs> um, given how things ended off, it, it kind of seems like the Upside Down is, is spilling out into the regular world, and it's, and it's kind of fucking it up. So what I think is that by the time Season 5 rolls around, obviously that will have all progressed. The... Upside down will have done quite a lot of significant damage, damage to the regular yeah. world. And Hawkins will kind of be like ground zero for this just yeah. fucked up kind of apocalyptic world. Kind of like a Mad Max world that people are just living in, trying to survive with fucking demo Gordons running around and shit. So yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be pretty pretty off the scale in terms of like from where it was before which i'm quite excited for really yeah it's gonna be nutty it's gonna be and it's gonna be interesting to see how because i think is this the first time in a while that we've we've kind of got everyone in, in the same place uh yeah i think so yeah yeah um, yeah so that because like i don't think we 
you know, I want to see, I want to see, I don't know why, but random, like, I want to see Steve with um, Hopper and Joyce, like, yeah. you know, random stuff like that. It's just been nice to see that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the, I, as much as I love this season, one of the heartbreaking things is that you don't have the cast together for, for a lot of it. They no, are, I don't, has, has, Robin, has Robin ever met Eleven? Um, I think so. Yeah, she would have. She would have been at the mall. In se- I haven't watched season three since it came out. But was she not at the mall when the the mind oh, yeah, but, was there? Yeah, I, briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the yeah, actually no. But well, they've never really hung out. Like you know, I'm, no, yeah. Rob, Robin and Will have never met, and you know, the yeah. I, I know Will hasn't officially come out and said that he's gay, but you know, I like thank, to thank you, thank you for bringing that up. He, yeah. he is gay. There's, there's, <laughs> I I don't know how anyone can deny well, it. Yeah. At this point, I he's. I know, but that's what that's what I mean. Like you know, Robin and Will. Maybe Robin could have like you know like a big sister sense and yeah, you know, kind of help Will navigate you know being gay in the eighties. Like we haven't like those interactions we haven't seen, and I just think it'd be so nice because now we've got the opportunity with everyone being together. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not yeah. wrong, but please correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Will is gay. And he's in love what? with Mike. What? No, it's it's massively clear, but I don't I don't think he actually comes out and says. No, no, he he, he definitely hasn't come out. He he definitely hasn't. They haven't explicitly said he hasn't yeah, explicitly that, said the I words mean. "I am gay." But yeah, that's what I he mean. Is. But like he, he is, is yeah. No, I can, you can <laughs> you can see it clear as day. Like the conversation that he like bit of a spoiler. Obviously, we're jumping ahead, but the conversation he had with Jonathan in that pizza place or whatever like that was just so heartwarming to see and like since like i like i say i've rewatched it and you know seeing season two again and the will's been through some shit man that dude is traumatized hug yeah i i just like watching season four i just wanted to go through the screen and be like will come here man i've got you like it's all gonna be okay <laughs> like honestly what, what what i did find funny but also pretty fucking annoying and heartbreaking at the same time is like when they're in the the pizza truck and uh will's just like mike you're the fucking you're the hero you're the heart of this team 11 loves you also i love you but i'm not saying that and look i I can't be who i am but you can be who you are and then he just breaks down crying and mike's like yeah thanks man yeah doesn't (laughs) Like, oh, no, don't even, like, he was crying. I was like, no, bro. Yeah. I was like, Mike, are you dumb? Your friend's crying right next to you. And do you know what? Another part as well was when, um, obviously, Mike's holding, like, Elle's in the freezer with her water bath thing that she does. And Mike's yeah. holding her hand and he's saying all this positive shit to her. And he's saying, my life began when you came into my life. And it's like, bro, that's the day that Will went missing. You're saying the best day of your life was when your best <laughs> mate went missing. Like, come on. <laughs> Think before you speak. One absolute Think snake. before you speak. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, Mike, you're not using your brain, bro. Mike, Mike Wheeler is a fucking idiot, though. Everyone uh, them. Um, one thing I I wanted to mention, I think, and I'm not alone in this. I'm certainly not alone in this. But I I now have a new favorite character in Stranger okay. Things. I've I fell in love, and then the Duffer Brothers gave me someone to love, and then to very cruelly they you. took him away from me. Um, in I my think opinion, I have the same love. In you. my opinion, the best character Stranger Things has had so far. Um, shout out to my king Eddie Munson. Yeah, 
You yeah. were not long for this world, my friend. Oh, he was like, ah, oh, talking about how all he does is run, and this time yeah. I didn't run. And he was, he was, like that. His death was fucking heartbreaking. Like, seriously fucking heartbreaking. I know, and it's like, especially because, you know, before that you get the scene where he's, like, rocking out with a guitar, which is just yeah. so cool, um, which Joseph Quinn actually did play, by the way, except he, he that zoom yeah. in. Set the zoom in obviously close up, but yeah, it was. And you know, you're having the sickest time. Like you don't get to say every day that you played a fucking rock song in an ultimate dimension. Also, you know, he went. He went through some shit as well. Like he was just trying to hang out with Chrissy. They would have made a great couple. Oh. Um, and oh. then fucking he had he had to see her die in the most horrific. Horrific. My uh, God! When I when I first saw that, I just wanted to scream at my TV. Do you it know was, what? It oh. was the first bone crunch. I went, yeah. Ooh. I was like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit hard, you know? Like, okay, and I don't like that. And then, and then the next one went, and the next one went, and then yeah. the next, and then they zoomed in on a rise, and they went, Bop, and I was like, ah, no. oh, yeah, it's it's horrific. It literally gives me chills right now just talking oh. about it because it's it's so gruesome. But it was. It was his performance, though, as well. You know, he's like, Chrissy, wake up. And I like this, Chrissy. I was like, no, me neither. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really good. He is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, absolutely love the master of puppet scene where he's, where yeah. he's playing the guitar. It's, it's, it's so fucking good. And his relationship with Dustin as well. I really love that moment. Oh. I think it's in episode seven. Uh, oh, no, seven. Um, episode eight. The one, the first one of Volume Two, yeah. where he's just like, where he's telling Dustin to never change, and they're just having that yeah. little heartwarming moment. Oh, it was. Yeah. I think that's when I knew I was like, okay, you're gonna die. But it was <laughs> no, but it was well, yeah, that that as well. But also, like, I I think I really started warming up to Eddie as well. Like, uh, well, I liked him pretty much when he started having a conversation with Chrissy and I was like, oh, this guy's actually all right. But the yeah. part where I was like, oh, I want him in it more was when they were in the upside down. And obviously he's like, him and Steve are kind of lagging behind and they're kind of having that little bro talk. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, I love this. Like, you know, Steve hasn't had like a, a not like, you know, the last guy mate that he had was that absolute douche like back in season one. Like, yeah. Was, you know, and it's like, oh, that would have been kind of, he's got Robin, but it would have been cool seeing Steve and Eddie, you know, being the big bros with Dustin. But, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but not not long <sighs> for the world. But hopefully, you know, by some miracle, who knows what could happen in season five. Well, but. well, spoiler, spoiler, but Eleven seems to be capable of much more Ooh, than yeah. we thought she was. So. Yeah, yeah, she, she did kind of bring Max back from the dead. Kind she of. did. Well, yeah. Max technically died because yeah. that's how his spell was able to, to work. Yeah, um, yeah. Vecna did but, kill her. Yeah. Like, yeah, when, my... when when the first bone cracked of Max, I fucking oh. screamed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my... And, and it was in slow motion and Lucas... Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, cru- I was literally clutching my heart. I was like, this is absolutely horrendous. Like, oh... I can't tell you the feeling that I had. Oh, I'm thinking about it now. I'm just like, I'm thinking of Lucas's face when he's like looking up at her and shut. Oh my God. Look, Paul Lucas is trying to fucking fight Jason at the same oh, time, man. 
It's when he stepped when shit. he stepped on the recorder, I was like, "What are you doing, unique?" Like, oh my god. No, no, Kate Bush to save the day. So yeah, Kate Kate Bush must have been fucking be doing all right at the moment as well. She's uh, she's probably earning a pretty penny right well, now. Well, I I have Radio One on at work, so obviously I I hear the charts on a Friday, um, and I I know for a couple, even though Harry Styles had come out with an album, I think she had two weeks number one in the charts, and I think I oh, saw. Wow. Two days ago, for the actual Billboard Top 200, she's now got number one and beat Jesus. Harry Styles. Yeah. Here's a question for you. You might not know the answer, but the charts, are they done solely on sales or do they take streaming into consideration Oh, bro, I now? couldn't tell you. I don't. Uh, no, they take they take streaming into consideration now. I've, I've, yeah. I've, yeah, I thought they'd have to because who's buying yeah. music these days? No one. Yeah, no. Who's just buying singles? Like, it is, yeah. She, you know, she's from... Which is like around the corner from me. Is she? Yeah, you're gonna have to blank, blank that out because I don't want people to know where I live. But yeah, yeah, around, um, around the corner. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be that out. But shout out yeah. Kate Bush from the ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from, from the, the ends. ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, she's made a pretty and it's a good song. Do you know what? I, me and Chelsea dog sitting the other week. Um, we have three dogs and um, they're used to like a big family, so there's always someone there, or they used to like TV background noise. Whereas yeah. me and Chelsea are quite quiet. Yeah. Um, and I come the first day. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll put the Alexa on for them. I'll play some music for them. I had three of them. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't know what to play. What would they like? And I was like, I'll, I'll put on Kate Bush's album. So I had that just on in the background. And I was like, her music's actually all right, you know. <laughs> I I don't think I know any of her other music, really, shamefully, saying that. Um, yeah, couldn't tell yeah, you any other songs. It's a bit of a vibe. If you, if, you, if, you, if you enjoy the 80s synth, it's a bit of a vibe. Like, just put it on the background, quite cool. Well, Running Up Our Hill is certainly a bop. I do like that. So, it is. so maybe I should check out some more. Um Oh my but God. speaking of music, though, the the use of music in this season. Oh, I think, I think even just the use of of that that one song, "Running Up Our Hill," is it, yeah, it's in obviously that big moment in episode four. But it's also it like recurring. kind of yeah, it's also kind of like a motif, like for it, like a really good moment that I love in the, in the last episode. There's kind of like this big, um, not necessarily an action sequence, but like a moment where. Like the whole team is rallying, even like at different points across the world, and you get a few notes of you get like the bum bum bum, yeah, um, yeah coming yeah. in and stuff. I think it's when like Hopper is fighting uh, the the demogorgon in Russia, and and Nancy's yeah, about to shoot. That. Um, yeah, it's where yeah. everyone's getting ready to just fucking wreck shit, basically. Fuck shit out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's yeah, done it's so, so well. It's it's really well mixed together and stuff. Well, do we want to talk about so like the build up then? What we thought about having like volume one and two separated, like what what your initial thoughts were yeah. after watching volume one? What stood out for you? I think I as much as I love the series, I think my my biggest criticism of it is the release model. Because okay. I think I think it was a bit of a mistake to make volume one to make it so front loaded, really, to put like all but two episodes in volume one and then just two episodes in volume two. Um, it was just all build up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, and and I know why they did it. They said they did it just because purely the VFX for the last two episodes weren't ready. Um, and I think even when they released it, it still wasn't ready. Like they put out a tweet that said. Uh, if you if you watch this straight away, there'll be some shit that doesn't look right. So maybe wait an hour or so, um, and then they'll update it or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, but I I read a comment somewhere. I don't know where. I think it was on YouTube or Twitter or something that said uh, what what they should have done was a release it in three parts. Um, volume one, the first four episodes. Volume yeah. Volume end, two. Yeah, end it on Max. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Volume two. Um, five, six, and seven, and then volume three, eight, and nine—the finale. Um, which which I think would have worked much better because it's more like a... I would agree, and it would have given them more time. I appreciate them not like I know obviously it probably wasn't still a hundred percent in their opinion, but I still appreciate them holding back on those two episodes even for a little bit just to make sure. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather TV companies do that than get put out some crappy ass like yeah, absolutely shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I I saw that and I thought, yeah, that's much better. That would have give you like a more concise story, really, because it would have like given you like different parts of the story. Um. Uh, as yeah, because the, the way that Volume One ended, I mean, I loved. I, I mean, I pretty much liked all of the episodes. You know, I know some people were like, "Oh, the Russian storyline is boring. Get me back to so and so." I love the like, Russian storyline. It was great. Yeah, or even like the California one and stuff. But I was like, I quite liked it because obviously they're all doing different things, but it's nice because it is going to all come together. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the way that Episode Seven ended. Um, with the whole obviously eleven in the Nina thing with the memories and and finding out you know that Henry is yeah. also one well this this ordinance is Henry who's also one who's also Vecna who was also coincidentally put into the like it was a lot of information <laughs> yeah to the to the point to the point where I was like. Uh, why couldn't they? It's just two episodes. Why couldn't they have just? Do you know what I mean? It it was a big info dump all at once, like just a big yeah. Contextual to the point where dump. I was like, I, I want to know, like, why do I have to wait? Yeah, it was a good but, reveal though. It it was a good oh, reveal to phenomenal. Yeah, to actually see Jamie Campbell Bower transform into Vecna as well. Um, yeah, and, and the like scenes with Nancy in the house. Yeah. yeah. Nancy's gone from strength to strength in this show as well. I think. Oh, do you know what? I fucking like Natalie Dyer or Natalia. I can't remember which one it is, but she, I like. Yeah, I re- like. I don't like how she is in the season one because obviously she was prancy Nancy, whatever. But she's grown. Like her character yeah. development, I think, is a little bit slept on because obviously everyone talks about Steve and Robin and stuff like that, but. I think her character development is so slept on because she has become, like, I, I'm here for it. I love the boss-ass women who don't need no man, you know, like, they do whatever they want. When she, like, she dived into that water after Steve, I was like, yeah, you fucking, you go, girl. You go, girl. You show, yeah. you show the upside down who's boss. No one's, no one's touching your friends. No one's touching your man. Like, you go. You fucking get them. And she does well. She's fucking there firing off shotgun rounds into Vecna's face, man. She's, yeah, she's she don't taking give no a shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, Nancy not needing any man, which man do you prefer with Nancy? Because there is a little bit of a love triangle forming. Steve, yeah, and I do, do too. What? I do too. <laughs> do you know what? Like, because I saw so many people right saying online that no, Stancy was never good, Jancy all the way. Like, yeah, but they he were was never good. He was a prick in season one, though. He's no, grown but now. this is the thing. You'll re you when you rewatch it, Nathan. You'll see this because I that. Do you know what? That was one of the reasons that made me rewatch it. I was like, I love Steve and Nancy, and I want to go back and see was Steve really that much of a prick? Because if he was, then fair enough. Yeah, my girl Nancy deserves better. Do you know what I mean? But I was like, I want to see if this is true. And 
Yeah, he was a bit of a dick at the beginning, but he was actually always really respectful for Nancy. And then he learned, he apologised, yeah. turned up at the house with fucking roses where the Demo- where obviously Nancy and Jonathan were waiting for the Demogorgon, yeah. went to leave... And then was like, no, do you know what? Went back in and pretty much saved their asses. I was like, no, do you know what? Steve was Steve was always bit like, do you know what? He was a teenage. He was he was in school. Yeah, he was, he was a teenage a boy. Yeah. These these guys were kids as well, and they've grown up a lot. And Steve, and it's season two can't fault him. Season three can't fault him. And then in this season can't fucking fault him. I'm, and comparing Stancy to Jancy, like seeing how they got to, like technically they cheated. And and then he's lying to her about this college thing. He Wait, who never, cheated? He never really... who, who cheated? Well, I don't know if Steve and Nancy were together, but you know when they slept together and they shouldn't have when they were at Murray's? Oh, in yeah. season three? Oh. No, no, season two. In season two? No. Wait. It was one of the... It was early. It was, yeah, it was early. This is why I need to rewatch it because it was no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. You do need to rewatch it because like I just I was really yeah. Just Jancy isn't it for me. Yeah, it just isn't. It's and I like Jonathan. He's he's Jonathan's yeah. a great character. I fucking any moment where John and Will refer to Elle as their sister warms my heart oh, so much. Oh, it's it's yeah. a beautiful moment, and I do like, like Jonathan. Like, we're family. Exactly. Yeah. But he's gone through a lot as well, because I know Will obviously went missing, but, like, if I was Jonathan, like, think, uh, like, you know, my siblings, if anything, like, like I, oh God, I don't blame him for, you know, smoking weed in California <laughs> yeah. after the shit that he's been through. But they're so also lying to each, well, not necessarily to each other, he's more yeah. lying to her about the whole college but thing just, and everything. Yeah, so. but I, just, I don't think he's a bad person, I just he's don't not. think they're right for each yeah. other. I just yeah. think, I think Steve and Nancy have a lot more chemistry with each other, they've also got history as well, and I just think, you know, they, they've their relationship in season one, he he actually was besotted with her. Yeah. So I I like them. I prefer them, and I, and I and I want Jonathan to find someone you know who's good for him. But I just I, I just don't think they. I think they're better as friends, like they were in season one and season two. Everyone's kind of this. This just makes it even more fucking tragic. Because whilst you were saying all that, I just kind of thought about all the couples of the show and like. Literally everyone has someone because there's fucking there's Nancy and Jonathan slash Steven, there's Robin and her lesbian girlfriend maybe who's Vicky. coming up, Vicky, there's Mike and Elle, there's Max and Lucas, there's Dustin and Susie, glad she came back, shout out to her. Yes <laughs> um, and and then there's just Will. Which kinda just breaks my heart now that I think about that. Um, I see everyone like, oh, Mike and Will, but like, I wouldn't even want Will to get with Mike. No, like, I, I don't want that. I want, I want Will to find someone. Mike needs to find, yeah. Will needs to find a nice guy for himself, someone who who will love him, because yeah, you know what, Mike? Mike's a fucking idiot anyway. He doesn't even know what day it is half the time. So, oh, honestly, yeah, no, I. I just think I like. Oh, speaking of relationships, Joyce and Hopper. Oh my god, yes, I was. I forgot Joyce and Hopper as well. Uh, Their little family coming back together. Amazing. Obviously, Joyce referring to the fact that she has three children at home as yeah. well. Like it's just so. Joyce is the best TV mum. 
She, Ever. She's so great. Winona Ryder fucking kills it every time in the show. She, <laughs> oh, yeah. she, she can do no wrong at all. And I, I love how fucking determined she is. Like, even if there is just a sliver of a sliver of a chance that Hopper's alive, she's like, no, we're fucking doing it. We're going. We're, we're going to get him. Cause... But that's just who she is because yeah. look back, throw back to season one. She was like, no, my boy's alive. Like, I'm telling you now. She was shown an identical corpse of her son. And she was like, that's not my boy. Nah. That's not him. Yeah. Like, fucking... She, she is the best on-screen mother that has ever graced, um, you know, fictional TV. Like, she... she but not even just for her own kids, for all the kids. Exactly, She's, yeah. Oh, I don't think we've ever come across a parental role. Even Hopper, who's technically no one's dad. Like, the way he took L under his wing, like... There are only two great mums in this show, and they are Joyce Byers and Steve Harrington. And I will not be... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're both great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steven is, what, five, six? Five, six children. Six kids. Two, two yeah. girls, the four boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Poor Steve. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I love. I that's the thing though. I love. I think the reason why the show has done so well. Yeah. Over the years is because of the relationships. Absolutely. All of the characters in the yeah. show, and obviously, it's, it's amplified by obviously the cast. They casted it incredibly well and it's just so nice seeing them progress and grow with each other and I, I like you know that Joyce and Hopper were you know I love I love a good slow burner yeah rom-com sort of thing you yeah know? absolutely when, like throwback to the vampire diaries when I was waiting for Damon and Elena to get together you know I, I like the excitement seeing you know the looks with each other the smiles like and especially you know I love David Harbour and Winona Ryder as well and they're, they're just so good together and it was just so nice that that one scene um in volume two where they're waiting in the warehouse obviously for the helicopter or whatever it is and they're having that little chat and obviously you know they've probably got down and dirty but just like just that little moment i just loved it so much they didn't they were they were gonna fuck but then they got interrupted by the phone oh call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and everyone yeah. everyone just went for fuck's sake <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally. I was like, bro, they deserve this. They've been waiting for this for so long. Just let them bang Duffer Brothers. Just, I just want to yeah. talk, okay? Just my like, homie, homie almost died, bro. Let him smash. <laughs> let my man smash. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right, so you, you brought up a good point there about, like, the strength of this show being the characters and the relationships. Yeah. Now, I've, I've been talking to Lawrence recently, and for some reason, even he's though he so watched cynical. the first three seasons of Stranger Things, he's now decided that he hates it and that he's Ugh. he's not going to watch season four. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> me neither. He's such a dickhead. Um, but anyway, he, he was saying that... Because I, I was talking to him about it, and he was saying that he thinks the show would have been better if they did season one and then season two was just something completely different like a completely yeah. different cast, like an anthology type of series following different kids and then a different monster. And what I said <sighs> to him was, look, that could have worked. That could have been something good. But with this, we get to develop the characters. We get to see these storylines play yeah. out and see them grow over a number of years and stuff. And I think that, like you say, that is the real strength and heart of the show at the end of the day, which is why it's so popular. 
I think. That's yeah, I disagree with Lawrence there. Fuck you, Lawrence. Yeah, fuck you, you, Lawrence, you cunt. <laughs> um but no, I like because for me, obviously, if you know, we're drama kids, film kids, whatever, we like to look at things as a whole. We don't just look at performances, we look at like the production as well. We have a lot of respect for like VFX artists, sound yeah. crews, like stuff like that. So, you know, when I'm watching it, like I do I appreciate like the story's been phenomenal. Like, I can't... I mean, some of the writing, like, you know, they forgot Will's birthday. Again, justice <laughs> for fucking Will. But, I read about like, that. That was very funny. <laughs> but, like, the story as a whole, and I think it comes from the... I think it helps with the fact that they pretty much had a beginning and end in mind from the start, which is why it's been able to gel so well. Like, I appreciate that aspect. I appreciate, you know, how it looks, you know, the visual effects. I appreciate the the music choices that they go through, like, you know, keeping it very time period. But I think, like I said, the, the one thing that I think holds it together more than anything is the relationships. I think you could just, you could probably just have one episode of the boys playing D&D together and I think people would actually enjoy watching it. 100%. I know yeah. I certainly would. And, yeah. and that just goes to show that, you know, it's not just about, you know, the story or the how it looks or whatever, how enjoyable it is. But I think because we're so invested, that's what I like about, you know, why Marvel's been able to do so well and, like, other TV series, like The Vampire Diaries has been able to go on for eight seasons is because you get invested in these characters, you get yeah. invested in the relationships. And like I say, the cast have helped amplify that because they're all fantastic and they actually have a friendship on the outside so that yeah. all works yeah absolutely all all makes it even more fucking genuine excuse me yeah, i just so need fuck to you, Lawrence. yeah fuck you Lawrence. I need to do just something quite important here just one minute <laughs> okay you probably won't answer oh, i'll leave my voicemail hello fuck you Lawrence. Fuck you, Lawrence. I hung up the phone. Oh. Never <laughs> 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 know if he rings you back. He won't do. <laughs> if he does, I'll answer. But he won't. <laughs> uh, but right. but yeah, that's that's pretty much that's it really. Like I say, I'm fucking absolutely gassed with with season four. It's it's been the best one so far, the best villain, um, some great new characters who are introduced and then killed. Fuck yeah. you. Um, but but yeah, I I've got to ask. Um, obviously, you, you'll probably agree with me. Obviously, if you look at the season four project as a whole, volume one and two, um, what would you say had the most impactful re- re- reaction from you? Like, is there a specific scene or a specific episode that that sticks out for you? Just got a message from Lawrence. Yeah, he just said, "I see." Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, I think the obvious one to go not necessarily the obvious one, but a big one to go for is the the end of episode four. Um, yeah. Because that was such a big um, moment. Oh, just a, I was like, "Run back!" Yeah, it, it was so so fucking good, and and I was scared that the the because there's like a pause that like when she gets out, you don't know done. she was getting out. Not, not that. I thought like they would have like ended the episode without you knowing uh, if she got out or not, because there was kind of like a pause. Um, yeah. They didn't. They did show you it, which was which was quite good. 
Um, it was like the per- a perfectly like timed pause. Yeah. Not too long, not too short. Yeah. No, it was really good. Um, so, so that was a really impactful moment. For me, though, just because, like I say, of how much I... Um, not necessarily related, but how much I connected to the character of Eddie and how much I really just fucking yeah. grew to love him uh, over the series. Two moments. First of all, his death where he's talking to Dustin... Um, uh. Heartbreaking, and then of, and then when Dustin is talking to his uncle as well um, with the guitar oh, pick again, that. just a really fucking heartbreaking moment. Just salt in the wound at that point. Yeah, um, I, I what I want for season five is to make sure that some like I know I I have no reason as to why Steve wouldn't, but like someone to be there for Dustin because that's going to be very very traumatizing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Plus... Like if you look if you look at how Max has coped with Billy's death, like someone needs to be there for Dustin. Um, reminders, Beth, of this fuckhead's question that he asked us. Right. So the question from Lawrence was how? Okay. So to get five years off of work potentially, how long? Like, would you be willing to live in the Upside Down? Okay. Now, the Upside Down is a fucking nightmarish hellscape, which I don't want to live there at all. I I don't want to be there. How am I going to eat? How am I going to make food? How am I going to... Okay. Do anything. Oh, I'm going to tweet. Tweet the. I'm going to do a rogue Lawrence and tweet the question. Ooh, a because, okay. You know, this is the multiverse. I'm going to tweet it. Yes. Um, and just put it a little bit more on the spot to you. Obviously, the human body can go forty days without food, but obviously, it needs water. Not right? fucking mine. It can't. <laughs> Any well, <laughs> if we go by the typical, you know what they say, you can go forty days without food, but okay. obviously. Um, you know, you need to drink water. You can't go without water. So you get thrown into the upside down with a big two litre, you know the big two litre bottles? I do. You get a two litre bottle of Evian water. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they say to you, if you make it out of here alive, right, because it's unpredictable. I'm not saying that it's going to be safe. You get five years with no working, but you still get a salary, but you have to stay here for two weeks. Two weeks? Okay. Yeah. For five years off with pay. Five years off with pay. No food. Yeah. No food. But you've got a two-litre bottle of water, and you have to survive for two weeks. Do I have any weapons? Whatever you find in the Upside Down. Okay. So I could... yeah, it's kind of like Hawkins. Just yeah. think of where you are now, but grotty. All right, so basically. I could I could go to like like they suggest I could go to a police station or something and yeah and then find not that a police station in the UK has guns because we're not American. Um, yeah, but yeah, you you could do something. You know, you could probably find some knives. Like you know, you could probably get yourself a little chainsaw. You know, it's, there's not you don't have access to every you don't have access to everything because obviously you don't have access to everything in the Hawkins upside down. Yes. Okay. But... All right. Um. I I I would do it. I think. I think. I think. Yeah. Two weeks. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a yeah. very shitty two weeks. Um. But. I think I could do it with with. Yeah. For, hey, I'll do anything for a day off work. Okay, so five <laughs> five fucking years of it. Five years, Same, bro, mate. Sign me that. up. Sign me up. All right. 
I, yeah, I will... Do you know what? I'm with you there. I'd actually do it. Because like two weeks is long and you are probably going to come out a bit crazy. But if yeah. you've got five years recovery, yeah. you with pay, pay for a couple of therapy sessions. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I'm laughing, mate. Yeah, no, I'll do yeah. that. I'll do that. Anyway, fuck you, Lawrence. Another happy question. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for joining me. Um, Thank you for having me. It's been nice to be a host rather than a guest. You've been a great host. You've been better than Lawrence, so you're Thank absolutely you. welcome back anytime. I I actually would like to have you back for more than just Marvel stuff. So if there's yeah, anything it was nice that you want to chat about, something different, and and you will chat obviously separately once you've rewatched it all because I think you'll really enjoy it and you'll see that they have had this planned from from the beginning. Absolutely. Uh, all right, thank you. So next week, join me and that dickhead, whatever his fucking name is, uh, where we'll be talking about this. Get out! Get out! Get out! He's trying to get in my ass! So there we go. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, follow us on social media at Another Happy Pod. We're on Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok, but we don't do anything there. Maybe we should. Um what else does Lauren say? You've got um, a TikTok. We do have a TikTok. I, I put one <laughs> video up there, um, which was just like a dumb little meme, um, and then it got taken down for threats of violence. So there you go. <laughs> that is so jokes. Yeah. What the hell? Thanks, TikTok. <laughs> I don't even have TikTok. You don't have TikTok? You should get on TikTok, Beth. All the cool kids are on TikTok these days. Um, anyway, shout it. out to TikTok. Shout out to your mum. Raiders on iTunes, shout out Maggie Bird, (laughs) shout out Mary Heisey, shout out Tess Mackey, shout out all our mums. Um, Anyway, stay safe, drive safe, have a good night, do whatever you do, love you, bye. Do drugs, not pugs. Alright, do drugs, not pugs. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 